Happy New Year, champ. Happy New Year, Aiden. Happy Jan 2nd. I love Jan 2nd. What a it's day. It's Happy Who Year. Happy Who Year. We got a, we got happy a who massive year. new episode. Happy Who Year. Bang, bang. Isn't that crazy? We got a new episode, Aiden. A new damn episode. Yeah, this We're is not the first reviewing time. Classic Who. The first time anymore. that our little program isn't isn't just a little rewatch show. It's sort of a, a first thoughts episode today, isn't it? Yeah, literally. Honestly, like, this is kind of weird because we haven't spoken. We're literally skipping from season four to 13. Yeah, literally. Just because a new one came out. And I, I, it makes sense to me. And I'm sure we'll revisit our thoughts and feelings about 10 years in the future when we reach this episode <laughs> again on our little rewatch. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be a bit interesting because mm. we've not spoken about any of Jody's era, not even Matt or Pete's. So, yeah. We're Just jumping straight to this. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, Revolution of the Daleks uh, dropped today uh, for us. So, in the UK, it came out on New Year's Day mm-hmm. at night time. So, it came out early hours in the morning on the 2nd of January here in Australia. So, uh, Connor and I got up nice and early, watched it, and then we're here as soon as we can to record this brilliant episode. Well, uh, well, brilliant episode of our show. Well, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how we feel about it. <laughs> we'll we see what we think of the episode. We haven't actually said a single word to each other about what we think about it. No, made an effort not to. Hey, I think that's. I think that's cool, though. I think it'd be nice to see what what we think about it. I'm really curious to see what you think. Um, I, I think <laughs> that you didn't like it. Is what I think. Um, <laughs> but just knowing your track record so far. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's. I don't know. So. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the 50 Cent Podcast. We are pretty much going straight into season four after this. Uh, so, we'll be starting season four on the... What is the day? 7th of, of Jan. Well, that's when we start filming it. Um, oh, yeah, true. The first episode of season four will drop on the 11th of Jan. For yeah, you lovely Monday 11th. listeners. So, that's banging, right? We love back that. Back at it, baby. Partners in crime. So, Connor, for the first time in 2021... Oh, my God! Oh, my God. Wow, we haven't done an episode of this since last year. Uh, crazy. Ah, ha, 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 Classic joke. Let's it. do the theme song of the 50% podcast. podcast. Baby, hit that sting! 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, What's good? Today. Do you even have a sip? Do you even have like a synopsis like you normally do? We've got a synopsis. Um, I've, I'm yet to see how much of uh, behind the scenes and things like that we have. I did have a fun segment I might try and do, uh, but I didn't have enough time to put it together between watching the episode and now. So that's all right. we'll see. Um, that's right. So today, like I said, we are talking about the brand new episode Revolution of the Daleks, which is a special episode of the British science fiction television program Doctor Who, first broadcast on the BBC One on the 1st of January 2021. It was written by Chris Chibnall and directed by Lee Haven Jones. The episode follows the 12th series as a New Year's Day special continuing on from the Timeless Children. The episode stars Jodie Whittaker as the 13th Doctor, Mandip Gill as Yasmin Khan, with the final appearances of Bradley Walsh and Tosin Cole as companions, Graham O'Brien and Ryan Sinclair. It also features John Barrowman as Captain Jack Hackness, who returned in the seri- to the series in Fugitive of the Jadoon. That's the episode. 
Didn't really talk about plot in that synopsis. Didn't mention the dogs you guys at know all. It. You saw it. Oh, wait. Uh, spoilers. Spoiler alarm. Uh, spoiler alarm. That, what? That there's dogs just, in it? We're going to talk about the episode. Yeah. No, no. I'm just I'm just putting it out there for the audience. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah full uh, spoilers ahead. Full choo-choo spoilers ahead. Full steam ahead for spoilers. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it and then come and have a listen to our little show. That's literally... That is how it should be done. That is how it should be done, right? Kind of... I don't know, man. Do you want to Do you want to take us through the episode as you do? I know you probably don't know it as well because it's the first time you've watched it. Um, I Yeah, I'll do my best, man. If you want me to, I'll, I'll do yeah. it. Yeah, and I'll chime in where I can, you know. Have a bit so, of fun with it. Well, first of all, I want to ask, Fuck what yeah. time did you wake up to watch this? Oh, I didn't, I didn't like have to wake myself up early because I knew that we weren't recording this until like a little bit later in the morning. So I just got up at like uh, 7.30. I think I started it just after 8 o'clock or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I got up at like 6.30. Started probably like 20 to 7. Yeah. And, uh, you, you had to go out for a, for a little breakfast though, didn't you? I that. did, yeah. So, and then I knew we wanted to film this as soon as we could. So, and I'm and I'm going out today as well. So it was like we just needed to film it. But yeah, interesting. It's mm. it's it's nice to wake up for Doctor Who. It's, it's very few things I'll wake up for. I was thinking, very few things I would wake up for. him. Doctor Who is one of them. Yeah. At least I did care a lot about the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we'll jump straight into it. Uh. Look, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here. I don't want to act like I just hate everything about the episode. Because there's stuff from it I actually did like. Mm. There's a lot of stuff I didn't. But I think we all kind of knew that. I was going to say that. Mm. But um, no, I really I really did want to like it. I don't want people to think that I just was there to hate on the whole thing. Um, but literally... And I noticed this a lot in Moffat's era. Like, literally, the, like, the first frame pissed me off. Where I did the... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago, and I'm like, oh, for yeah. God's sake, come on, yeah, really? Like, I remember it happened in um, another first frame that pissed me off was in uh, Doctor Mysterio, where it just started with the comic book, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's just gross, like, that doesn't look good at all, <laughs> and it has a little bit so of a recap. I think first impressions are really important, um, Yes, so totally you want that agree. first shot to be really nice, uh, and if you're just going to put a shit font... Like, to be honest, I think a little text thing, other than when used in Star Wars, because it's so, you know, unique to Star Wars. And that shit is iconic, um, yeah. I, I think if you do it in any form of TV and movie and you just start with a bit of plain text, like, just the concept of that alone is just shitty and boring. Um, let alone if you're going to use a, a shit font and a shit color. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And then it, and it cuts to this thing that Chibnall fucking loves to do where he has a particular place in the world and it comes up with boom, boom. <laughs> it's like the place and what it's called. And again, the font is clever. like... Yeah, it's really it's a really gross font. Um, <laughs> and again, this kind of stuff it just takes me out of the episode instantly. Mm. I, am trying to be, I am trying to be positive about it when I just hopped into it, but it wasn't really giving me much to go for. But it kind of gave us a bit of a recap on, uh, on a resolution... Which mm, of course was which I just uh, watched. Like yeah, which ago. yeah, you you rewatched it. I actually didn't rewatch it. Um, I only watched uh, Christmas Carol over the holidays, but it has a little bit of a uh, has a little bit of a uh, recap there, just in case you did forget. <sighs> There's this dumb scene where they're exporting a Dalek, and it's like, oh, can I stop for a cup of tea? It's like, oh, go on then, because it's you. 
And it's like, even <laughs> this weird, like, there's this weird comment about, like, his mum. I was like, is that going to play into stuff? And it, I guess it's just to make us feel sorry for him that he got killed. Because he yeah. goes and stops at some random place, which I just assume somehow that person knew he would stop there. And then he's so they- silly. <laughs> Also, the drugs, no drug would hit that quickly. He literally takes yeah. a sip and he's like, whoa, <laughs> he falls over. Yeah, I I saw a thing though, uh, and it was by the guy that makes all the behind the scenes documentaries on the collection Blu-ray sets. Yeah. Um, Chris Chapman. And he like put up a tweet and was like, hold on. So are you saying that that every every single service station that you like, or whatever they like replaced the, the worker there with someone working for... Jack Nicholson or, or whatever. You know how he goes there? And it's just conveniently the place he stops yeah. is where the bad guy is there Literally. to give him the drug. Like, Literally. what if he stops somewhere else? It, It's a bit silly. Um, Again, it just yeah. takes you out the episode. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, so this is a bit convenient that like the one place he stops at is the place where he gets drugged. Mm-hmm. And then they, they take the Dalek and, of course, uh, Big from Sex in the City is back. Uh, He's back. It annoyed me as much as I thought he would. No, I actually thought he was... I enjoyed him in this episode a lot more I than... I agree, yeah. Literally. I, 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 don't think it, I don't think it was insanely necessary that he was there, but it, he really wasn't as annoying as I thought he would be. I think he did pretty well for the script mm. that he had. Um, I do think the same thing happens in every one of Tudor's episodes, pretty much. I do think that everyone there is trying, but they've really got not much to work on. Even in the first opening scene, I'm like, damn, this dialogue really is trash. There's a scene where, um, I think Nicholson and Theresa May 2.0, uh, talking and he's like, you know, oh no, I think she, she says to him, she's like, I smuggled you a Dalek from GCU HQ. And she like explains the plot of resolution in one line. And I'm like, bruh, you had a recap. You already had like a previously at the start of the episode. Uh, and plus, like, no one needs, no one really cares. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, uh, it was just a bit. Because yeah, the, bit you silly. know, like that, the whole events and resolution don't ever really get mentioned again, and it's not even a motivation for this new breed of Dalek to even be made. Like, Chibnall does it so much where he thinks the audience are really stupid and has to explain everything and even, there's even that scene not jumping ahead but there's even that scene where they go to the uh where all the daleks are being grown and he does it for jody especially which i really think bogs down her doctor and makes her doctor really just kind of standard because she always has these lines where she explains every single thing that's happening because she's like that's yeah. a dark being grown but that's because even the smallest cell from a dalek can grow its own Dalek. And I'm like, we get it. Like, that's why it's growing. That's why there's heaps of them. I'm pretty sure we know that... I'm sure we could put one and two together that the cells worked. They're just bogging her down with this dialogue. It's just like... It's like there's no script editor, like, coming through on being like... Yeah, "Mm, exactly. No, that's not very good. (laughs) I don't know about this. I feel like Chimnall might be, like, just last minute handing in the scripts and being like, all right, go. We've just got to go with it. Let's fucking go. I, I don't know. You know, we can't really talk on that. We don't know the behind the scenes of it and stuff. But Normally we it do, just, but... It just seems like they're not given... The scripts aren't being given, like, another look over. Because, like, for the most part, most of the stories are okay. There's a few, like, problematic stories out there. But it's mainly just, like, the dialogue that really just fucks up... Feels like it's fucking up, like, everything. 
hundred percent, which is really it. It kind of boggles my brain, but to a, to a more lighter side, because um, again, I don't want to just shit on it. Uh, mm. I really liked all the prison stuff. It wasn't there for anywhere near as long as I thought it would be. I really yeah, thought neither. we'd be there for longer. Yeah, especially with the way it was like marketed. Like I feel like yeah, we were gonna feel the the pain of her being there for as long as she was. And mm. even the first promo image we got was of the photo of, of Jody with all the days in there. And it's kind of, it's yeah. just, it's just kind of wrap your, it's hard to wrap your head around that she has been there that long when you only are out of the prison with Jody for maybe like 10 minutes. Yeah. Off screen yeah. time. I did, uh, that, that was those great moments, especially, I like how you don't see the silence the first time that we're there. And then the second time she's like, oh, I forgot you were here. And that gave me a chuckle. Cause I was like, that oh was yeah. That was a good line. It's I, like we're now made cool. to think that we might have forgotten that we saw the silence on the first day that she was there. You know, do you know what I mean? I love like, it. Yeah, that was yeah. really cool. Um, it is, of course, very fan servicey, but I don't care. Yeah, that was very really sick. So we saw what we saw at Weeping Angel, like you said. Yeah, Pating. We saw um, the Mighty Pating. We saw yeah. Oud and the, I think I saw a Cigarax. I might yeah, it was wrong. an Oud and a Cigarax. That yeah. was funny. <laughs> and yeah, they were like together. And then we saw a silence. The silence surprised me the most. Yeah, same. I really didn't expect that. That was cool to see. Um, did it? Did it shock? I was surprised to see that um, Jack got incarcerated as well. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect that. I do think. Okay, um, a lot of people, you know, have been talking smack about how like they didn't need to announce Jack was in it. They could have just left it as a surprise. But it's mm-hmm. one of those things where like I think it was always planned for it not to be a surprise just because it's not like the way it was shot and the way it was edited uh they don't indicate like a massive reveal it's sort of like you're yeah. thrown into it and you're like oh okay like a lot of people uh talk shit about jack not being needed in fugitive of the june which is true i think he did help to camouflage the uh, joe martin doctor thing because you've already had a big reveal you don't expect a second one um that's right but yeah. i also think it just it uh, putting him in that story for just like five ten minutes allowed for the BBC then to sort of be able to market an actual Jack episode. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, he already had a he already had a big reveal, you know, which was a surprise, yeah. surprisingly. And I think as well, I, I think as well, like, if it was like Jack was just in the last 15 minutes of the episode or something, then you wouldn't want that shit spoiled. But because it's like, you're out 10 minutes in and Jack comes in, and it, it's like, it, I mean, his name is in the, in, in the title card at the start. That's right. So I know it's that. like a thing of like, I, I don't, I don't feel like that announcement was was ru- was ruined or anything. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The prison stuff was fun. I thought the escape bit could have been like a little funner. Like you could have had like a bit more like a chase. Like I don't know. Oh, some did you notice you didn't see any guards or something? Yeah, nothing. You didn't see a single um, guard. I think the idea is that it's like a pretty self-automated prison, um, which is fine, but like. I don't know, even just some laser beams shooting out of the walls or something, like, just to make it a little more epic. Also, um, another thing that took me out of the episode massively was that Jack is conveniently next to Jody's cell. <laughs> to be fair, he did say, like, it took me 19 years to get into the cell or something like that, like, to get into the cell next to you. Again, though, doesn't that dialogue annoy you? Like, did he really spend... You really think that it does. Jack would... I don't know. I just doesn't... Yeah, I, I think it's just like one of those lines that just feels very exposition heavy. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, like 19 years is fucking forever. We've only been on this earth for what, 22? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, that's so long just to do that. Yeah. It's just lines like that where you're like, True. Did you really think through the. I don't know. Did you just really think that line through? It doesn't really make much sense. Also, what, not, what annoyed me was, um, you know, I loved, I loved their scene together in the TARDIS. Um, I like how he says, you can talk, which of course he said in Utopia. But, mm. oh yeah, and also, and also, of course, Jodie says we had some work done, so that's literally ripped from Utopia. But apart from that scene in the TARDIS, which really wasn't much, there were no, like, juicy scenes between her and Jack where they just sat for, like, five minutes, like like Ryan and, and the Doctor did in the episode, which is a scene I really loved, by the way. But there wasn't a scene really like that where they actually yeah. just got to sit down and be like, fuck, I miss Rose. Remember all that shit we did? Oh my God, I haven't seen you in all these yeah. years. What have you been doing? Like, you know what I mean? I think it's like that scene at the start, I think, yeah, w- was really good. Um, I think it was a little weird that the doctor was like, oh, I'm a bit fucked up right now. Uh, I, was, I was a bit fucked up back there. And then uh, Jack was like, oh, but you're okay now, right? Like he kind of didn't question that any further. I, I wouldn't have minded that so much if a little later in the episode they came back to it and had had Jack like be like, so about what you said before, let's let's talk about that. And just like a couple of minutes scene of them just her venting about the timeless children stuff, which I know she did to Ryan. Uh, and I, I love that. And I think it worked really well with Ryan. But I couldn't help but think that maybe it might have been a little more fitted to have that conversation with Jack, I don't know. I don't want to say it because it was really good with Ryan. Nah, it was, um, yeah. I, but I, I just get think having mean. Jack there was a bit of a... It would have been good. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like, you mm. know, mm. you know, uh, we didn't get that scene with with, with, with Graham either or, or Jack. Like, we didn't get a scene like that. Um, obviously, they've been writing yeah. Yaz more into it because she's going to be taken over as the main companion. And um, they gave her a lot more to do this episode, which was which was good to see. But obviously Ryan got his moment. Uh, Jack mm. got a smidge of a moment. But to be fair, what did Graham get? He was barely in it. Like he barely did anything really. And it's his last episode. He didn't get much. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, uh, like I kept thinking like, oh, maybe he does need a couple of lines and stuff here and there. But I don't know. I don't really think he he needed to. To be honest, like it would have been nice. Maybe like an extra moment or something. Um, maybe when uh, Graham and Ryan were walking through the Dalek ship at the end and they have that little joke, maybe that scene could have been a bit longer um, and it not be played off as like a, a joke. But um, I think it, it comes down to me to Graham was there for himself at the start, but then after season 11, he was there for Ryan and was there to like look out for Ryan. Mm. Um, so I think it was right to become Ryan's story and Ryan's decision to leave. Um, and for Graham to jump, I like on that, that a lot because I think even though we do, we chat shit about like Ryan's arc in series twelve being him throwing a fucking bomb, um, and then people are like, "Oh, what a coincidence!" He rode the bike in at the end, and yeah, that was cheesy and and shit. But one thing that I did like that they did with that last scene. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead here with that last That's scene. Right. Is that? Uh, Ryan riding the bike he didn't successfully ride it he fell off and so it didn't become like his arc was he couldn't ride the bike now he can ride the bike it was uh, in the first episode he was kicking up a tantrum about not being able to ride the bike but by the end of this he's persistent and he's like I'm gonna fucking ride this bike I'm gonna keep trying um and then that becomes his arc a little bit more than just like he can ride a bike now 
Do you know what I mean? Totally, so, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I think it was. I think it was a. a I think it was a it was a it was a it was a pretty good arc. Obviously, it could have been done a lot better, but I think yeah, I think the ending mm. was sweet for them. And and like you said, I do really like the idea that Ryan was kind of just like yeah. To be honest with you, the because you were gone. What was it? Nine months? Ten months? Ten months? Yeah. Uh, ten. Yeah. I kind of like how, and it was it was kind of um, it was kind of original that. A companion was like, actually, you left and I found a life of my own, like, which is kind of related to the scene next with, with, uh, Jack and the doctor landing in, I think it's Graham's living room or one of, oh, Yaz's, I think. But, uh, you know, Mm. I really love how Yaz fucking shoved her. I thought that was great. I was like, that was good. I really liked that. I think, I think scenes like that and stuff like that really, there wasn't a line of dialogue at all, but it showed, it showed the true nature of how the doctor can really fuck up her companions. And I think doing that, and she mm. comes to terms with it at totally. the end. She's like, "I could go back and," and I love how she says as well. She's like, "I could go back and I could try and change it." It's like, "Nah, it's done." Like you, you got to be really careful and stuff. And I, I really like how how Ryan kind of's got a life of his own, and obviously Yaz got really caught up. In, in her not being there, I thought, I thought. I mean, I'm sure you like that scene too. I thought the scene was really good. I thought it was really good. I uh, I really do love Yaz. I know, like I was saying, it uh, that season twelve made me really love Yaz. Um, mm-hmm. And this episode to me just made me be like, fuck. I just Yaz is quickly becoming, you know, one of my favorites. She's not quite there yet, but she's like getting this cool development. I find a lot of like relatability in her, um, and. I love that she has she has a problem as a character. Like she has this problem where she's so scared now to or yeah, scared to return to normal life. Like every every aspect of her life she wants to revolve around traveling in time and space and traveling with the doctor. I I can see them teasing possibly that she maybe fancies her a little bit. That is like we talk a lot about how we don't want a romantic doctor companion relationship just in general um and it's like one of those things where if they kind of maybe tease it here and there and it's just like sometimes you don't know whether yaz is like infatuated with the doctor in a way of uh sexual intent or just out of like the excitement that comes with traveling with her and stuff right i think that's like a fun line to not know to not know do you know what i mean and i hope they stick with a bit of ambiguity there yeah, yeah, I kind of got, I did get, uh, kind of like you said, like, uh, some some vibes that she did have at least, like, a bit of a crush on the Doctor, um, which, quite frankly, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Chibnall if he was going for that. Chib loves to be mm-hmm. in the newspaper saying he's the first person to do this and that when, you know, I just wish he cared more mm-hmm. about, I wish he cared more about actually the stuff he is talking about because it actually does matter to some people, but... To me, I get the yeah. vibe that he's not doing it to be like I hear you people out there who are who are lesbian. To me, I think it's just him being like, I can do this for the first time, and I'll be in the paper, and I did it first, and me, me, me. I kind of get that impression. I don't feel like he's doing it to be like this is for representation. I might be completely wrong, but it's just the vibe I, think, I get. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, it's just like uh, it's hard to say. He does have a very inclusive uh, writing team. Um, 
But as a head writer, uh, just being like a white male, um, I think some of these more <sighs> that he's tackling so many P- PC issues as a white male writer. I'm not saying he can't write these stories. It's a it's a weird time yeah. to be in because as a white male uh, writer myself, uh, I quite often struggle with like, should I be telling this story? Is this my story to tell? Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't quite know where I'm going with this. It is just a thing of like... No, I totally get what you Maybe mean. it would be nice, yeah, to see... Maybe a, a female-head writer sometime soon, I think, would be a Yeah, a great, it's like, why not? It, 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 to me, it made perfect thing. sense with... The, it would be like the first female doctor, first female-head showrunner. And quite frankly, mm. I do think it would have been done so much better. Because I just think... I do. It would be more personal. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just, I'm sorry. I just think it would be. I, 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 I don't, I don't really, I don't really get it. I don't really get what they're trying to go for because they're trying to tackle all of these like big issues and they're trying to represent a lot of people, which is really good and fine. But the problem is when it's done poorly, it really sticks out like a sore thumb, you know. And what it mm. does as well, the worst thing it does is it just gives people who are clearly just out there just to hate the show. It just gives them ammunition. To fire back. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, sometimes totally. it's hard to be like, defend the show when you just don't, you don't feel like it could be at its, at its, at its, at its best. And I, and I get yeah. that vibe. And I really do think it's just down to, to head right. I mean, I, was, I mean, when I was watching this episode, I was like, man, am I, I like, just, just remember how good Journey's End was or Stolen Earth. Like that's a Dalek episode. It had a lot of characters in it. But it just mm. worked so well. Always such well-developed characters who've had seasons to breathe, who have had spin-offs to breathe, and they just it worked so well. And he grew such a huge universe in just a couple of seasons and a few seasons of a spin-off. He did so good, and I just I don't mm. know. It kind of it kind of hurts my feelings that like it's gone like this now. Um, the whole literally totally. the whole like uh, again I'm not saying that a. Uh, I'm not saying that Big from Sex and City annoyed me because his character didn't annoy me as much as I thought it would. But mm. the whole, like, government side thing, like the Theresa May knockoff, like, all this stuff, I didn't care about these characters. I'm like, are they trying to be threatening and, like, make us worry? And for some odd reason, no one on Earth recognizes that it's a Dalek. I know yeah. we've already spoken about this, but it's like, what? Come on. Mm. It... Yeah. I can't. I tell you, I did. I, th- I did kind of find it funny how um, there was like that Dalek, and it was like fire and water, and like <laughs> gas out. And I was like, that's pretty funny. That's kind of. You cool. know what? You know what I found. Okay, two things I found funny. Firstly, in that water Dalek scene, uh, that there's like a riot, and they just stood on top of a bridge. Yeah, literally, they just stood it. there watching it. Like, <laughs> um, I did though. Uh, put into my head, and the way I'm gonna, hopefully, this is my head cannon, is that. It wasn't an actual riot, and it was one of those like simulated scenarios right. uh, to test the drone. That's uh, what I'm telling myself. Could have been that, uh, but I'm not sure. Well, then why does um, Theresa May knock off so I hope no one gets hurt? Oh. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Aiden. Ah, uh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. What was the second thing that was funny? Um, what were you saying before? I've lost it. I said Theresa May knock off. I said the water, the gas... I hate when no. that happens, honestly. It's the worst. All right. Yeah, that sucks, especially on a live a live episode. Anyways, uh, continuing on with the story, we have... Uh, we got 
uh, what is it? Uh, bloody, why can't I think of anything right now? Jack and Yaz, um, they go on mm-hmm. their little walk. And that was a really, really good scene, I thought. Because yeah. up until that point, I was like, okay, Jack's back. But fuck, he's just doing like the cheesy one-liners and stuff. For me, like that's like a fun outer shell of Jack. But it's great when you get in there and he gets serious. And that's why I love that scene in Utopia underneath the, the oh, jet engine. Oh, such a great scene. That, that's so good because they get serious. And then when this scene finally came out, I was like, fuck, I'm so glad it finally came. Finally came, you know? Um, Unfortunately, though, all the... All the- the best line was in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the best line was like in the trailer, which is still, which is still like, I was like, damn, like Chibbers wrote this. This sounds good, but like, yeah, I was also like, but unfortunately, that line would have gone. We would have hit a lot harder if like we didn't hear it in the actual trailer. Yeah. Um. But even beyond that line, like I, yeah. I do think it was a really enjoyable scene, and I, no, I but yeah, with it, it was big time. It was yeah. Oh, also, Rose gets a mention. Fuck, that's the funny thing. Oh, wait. Okay. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, so Rose gets a mention. I love that fucking... Chibnall can remember the fact that, uh, you know, Rose got stuck in a parallel universe. Parallel, funny yep. scene. I think that was a good scene. Um, I love that he can remember that, but he can't remember what happened in the same episode and just do another sneaky one-liner explaining why no one recognized the Dalek invasion or, or something. Like, right. Or just like... They, I would have loved if just like one of the paparazzi outside of Downing Street was like, hey, we've seen them before. They fucked us up. And she's like, nah, don't worry. These are made from scratch, complete prototypes. Just something like that. Just to sort of, you know, just acknowledge that it is a thing. <laughs> I wonder if, I honestly, you, do you ever wonder this? Do you ever wonder if like, Shib has even seen the whole of Doctor Who? Or like, I he reckon just, he would have. I reckon he would have. Yeah. So you reckon like he, you know, obviously like he did that line for line from Utopia. He probably went back and watched Jack's ones and was like, I'm sure fans will pick up on this and I'll mention Rose. Mm. I mean, that's first. That's the first Rose mention in a while, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Torture didn't get a mention. We get a Gwen mention, which is that really cool. That was great. I love that. That was really cool. Um, we did say... Uh, Oh, maybe we didn't say. Maybe I was reading on Twitter about it, but I was like, it'll be interesting to see if he at least mentions Torchwood or at least Gwen because he hasn't been to Earth in a while, and of course Gwen is there, so yeah. it would be pretty obvious character not to go and visit Gwen and Reese and all that. And they've obviously got kids now and stuff. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So, did you like the? <laughs> Do you like the uh, the 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 Daleks, which are? Oh, I don't like the idea of humans kind of... I know it's not really a human breeding Dalek, but it kind of is, but... Hmm. Did you like the whole Daleks being bred thing? It sounds completely un-Dalek. Like, it's literally why I said Daleks take Manhattan and stuff. It just doesn't hmm. sound like something the Daleks would do. Yeah. Look, it... It was fine. I, I thought the UV light callback was uh, pretty alright in that scene. But I I just hated the fact that it was so, like, on the nose. Like, if it was, like... A subtle thing, and then right at the end of the scene, Jody was like, "Oh fuck, hold on, the lights have changed." UV, oh no! But it was like a thing where halfway through the scene, Jody was like, "What's happening? What's changed here?" And Yaz was like, "The lights!" And she was like, "The lights? Why are they changing?" And then like they kept kind of coming back to it. And it was so like on the nose. I I think it was a cool concept to to call back to resolution like that. But um, yeah, um, little weird, weird. Um, you yeah. go. On. Oh, I, I, 
I want to know what you think about this because I hated it and I hate it when it always happens in like episodes. It's mostly in Doctor Who it happens, but the second I saw that Dalek get out of his little box, I was like, it's just going to jump on Jack's face. <laughs> and it literally does. I was like, for fuck's sake, I knew that was going to happen. I hate when stuff like that happens. Like, what is it? What is it with. with like, I remember when you saw a Dalek, Dalek's true form, it was very rare. And like it was, it was really disturbing. It's something you didn't see a lot, and you almost yeah. couldn't imagine as a kid that it was actually under the shell because all you see in like ninety percent of the time is the shell. Mm. But Chibbers loves to have flying Daleks like everywhere, like they're literally they're little squids flying everywhere. Yeah, like I'm kind of mixed on that because I think they are really creepy. And having just watched Resolution, the new design of the Dalek thing, the Dalek squid, uh, is I think quite good uh and yeah very spooky i think there's Fair a bit enough. of horror elements with it but the when they jump and they come on your come on your face oh i love i love it when they come oh. on my face. um is <laughs> fuck that was so dumb uh yeah it is like silly and uh, i'm not i'm not big on that part but I, I like how they like wrap around and they control um i think maybe it's getting a little bit i know they've only done it twice but there have been big parts of the plot and i think maybe that's could get a little bit overdone if they do it again um but i i do like that they are sort of playing into like the dalek is more than just a tank there is actually something in there um which i think a lot of the time in who gets overlooked yeah so actually you know that's a good way that's a good way of looking at it actually um it's it's certainly it's certainly interesting uh i i i uh, it's 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 really silly and dumb hmm but I do kind of like how... Look, it wasn't done well, like, execution-wise. But I do kind of like how Jody's like, I- I'm just going to cause, like, a Dalek civil war. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I literally... As soon as she said it uh, to Jack, or Jack was like, no, don't do it. Don't... I was like, fuck me. She- don't tell me she's just going to call on, like, the Dalek fleet. Just- yeah, literally. <laughs> it's so dumb. How that could have gone so bad. Like, why would you risk that's, that? That's what I don't get. Because Jody's like, Jody's office like, oh, don't worry. They only care about killing the Daleks on Earth. I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> they want everyone dead. They're like, a, they think they're a supreme race, mm. which means they want to kill everyone. So why? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why would they? Why would the Daleks kill the other Daleks and go? All right, cheers, chaps. We'll uh, we'll see you around. Next, next invasion, we'll see you. And then just hover back up into their spaceship and fly away. But it was, look. Yeah. It was nice to see the bronze Daleks again, because, you know, they're my fave. Mm. It was good to see them I, again. I love the uh, the new interior of the ship. I think that could be the best one we've got in New Who. Because, Ooh, like, baby. the ones in Journey's End, they're, like, cool, they're dark, they're, they're definitely, like, up there is possibly the best. Um, but they're so, like, I don't know. I don't know. This one, this one, I think, felt more practical to me and more down, like, in terms of, like, there's actually, like, screens everywhere for them to use. It's not just, like, them bronze beams and then, like, a couple of little buttons every now and then. It was, like, this felt to me like a proper ship should be, like a proper sorcerer should be um, for a Dalek. And it was a very, it, it felt like more of an updated version of, like, classic Who Dalek ship designs. So I, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, and there was um there was some like swift direction in there. I loved how it was kind of like a 
almost like a like swishing through the hallways almost that like you're cool. on a roller coaster awesome. um i like i like the direction it was uh it made you really feel like you're in the ship uh mm. i <laughs> i found it interesting how um how big was like i'm gonna go down and and chat to darks i'm like well he's dead uh but i do like how he uh <laughs> yes yeah, so. again i can't believe i'm saying this but i really thought he would piss me off so much and be one of the worst parts of the episode but i actually kind of like how he was like smart enough to bargain with the Daleks because he was like i know who gave you the call but i won't tell you until you like tame is your leader um yeah and i thought that was i thought that was uh you know, he's smart enough to be like, well, they'll kill me otherwise. Uh, I found it interesting how the other Daleks didn't get a single kill on the bronze ones, but the other ones just got blown to smithereens. Oh, uh, so mm. did you... <laughs> how dumb was all the... When all the Daleks started activating, and it's like terrible extras you can't act, going, uh, oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't mind that too much. Uh, I didn't notice it too much. But, ah, um, I, I would have like, oh, it's more. a small, it's a small blimp. Don't worry, no one, no one's wrongs happening here. And then she just gets killed. And you're like, okay, great, a character <laughs> that I didn't care about. He was terribly written with no like, it wasn't evil at all. Like I didn't care. Is now dead. It's like fine, whatever. Like it's literally nothing. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen more of these new Daleks fucking shit up. Like, and um, I don't know how because like we got enough of like extras being blown up and stuff. What we, I think we just need to see possibly the the main fam uh, interact with them a bit more. To like, the um, yeah, like you know how uh, in in Stolen Earth we got a real sense of the invasion. Uh, mainly, I think down to Wolf and Sylvia, uh, yeah. them being civilians that went through the invasion. God, and you felt we, the fear, you know, you felt the fear. For sure. And I, I think if we had a character, one of the many characters in this episode, be in a similar situation where they had to witness the invasion firsthand rather than just on a screen in the TARDIS, I think that would have been mm. a. Uh, I think that would have maybe worked a little bit better. Um, but that bridge sequence was really cool. It's a shame that that kind of all had leaked online beforehand. I don't know if you've seen any like the filming pics of that stuff. Um, yeah, I remember you saying to me that it could be like a Dalek Civil War. Yeah. So it was it's a shame. Cool idea. Uh, well, this episode know. didn't seem to have too many surprises, I don't think. Uh, the best surprise would have been seeing the Dalek ship interior with the bronze Daleks. But unfortunately, Barrowman posted that like a day before. Um, yeah, so, do you reckon... I was going to ask you about yeah. this. Do you, reckon, um, do you reckon he ran that through the BBC? I reckon he would have, yeah. I think you have to, surely. Yeah. Because he I also... You can just post off. Following that, he had like a proper promo pick that he posted um so i reckon like he'd spoken to the bbc about it and been like hey give me some exclusive promo pics for me to post of me with with some daleks and shit um and then that way he can sort of promote it to his fan base it's Um, it's weird though i mean did you get to this part of the episode and be like damn like jack's been given like nothing to do really he's just there like he hasn't been on the show for uh, 10 years 11 years now, something like that. I don't know. I think he was slightly underutilized. I think he just... I think if he had a bit more of like an emotional stake at the end um, and was actually given a proper last scene, um, then yeah, it would have been it's fine. It's over audio, isn't it? But because just, he just fucks off. and he's Yeah. Just, it's so weird. I don't know why yeah. that happened. Yeah, literally, his like last scene is just audio 
And I'm like, what? Why didn't he just do that in person? At least, like, like... At least to me, that makes me think we're definitely going to get more Jack. Um, yeah, that's the, case, that's the impression that's I cool. got. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But definitely. if not, then ooh. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he rocked up in like the final or um. something like that. It'd be cool to see him again. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be cool but, if he rocks up with Yaz and he sort of sees that Yaz is still so infatuated with the Doctor. And he's like, what the fuck are you still doing? Leave. Like, this isn't good for what you. What did I tell you? Do you not listen to me, bruh? Yeah, literally. <laughs> He'll come back. Right? Anyways. So we get a fucked on a bronze Dalek sweeping through the city. That looked great. By the way, the CGI, this is the best CGI Doctor he's ever had. This was impeccable. Like, the scene with the, the TARDIS in the sky and Jodie comes out and she's facing off with the Daleks and I did notice that those Daleks were fully CGI but they looked like pinpoint oh, accurate like they looked amazing I thought that's such a dumb scene though with the Daleks <laughs> flying into the dark so I'm confused no, you know um, what what you know how every now and then there's moments in in Who where I'm like <laughs> fuck yeah let's just do it that was one of them I saw them like flying in and at first I was like oh dear and then when I saw how they were just all just somehow just getting through that doorway, I, I chuckled. I, it was a good laugh out loud moment where I was like, yeah, fuck it. It's Doctor Who. It's one of the things I love about the show. Just these dumb things happening. What, what I don't get is, um, so um, it's not, it's not Ruth's TARDIS, is it? No, it's the one the fam took. Yeah, um, see, it's been so long since I've watched... So- the final. I couldn't remember why they had a TARDIS. Yeah, okay. So, you remember at the end of the final, they're like, they're running through Gallifrey and then they quickly run into the TARDIS um, and the Doctor's like, I've got to go blow them up, i got to fuck them up or whatever. He's gotta, she's got to go That's destroy right. the Master and the Cybermen. And then she leaves them and then they teleport to Earth and the TARDIS becomes a house. That's right. That's right. That. Fuck's sake. Okay, yeah, okay, I get it, I yeah. get it, I get it, yeah. So that's the TARDIS. It's just quite cool. It, it gets crunched up and sent to the void, which is a common place for the Daleks to go to, apparently. Look, it was a little out of nowhere. Um, it is nice. I, I did think I was like, you know, there's lots of things in Who which people, they forget about, but could be an easy solution, like throwing something into the void. It does kind of make sense. Um, but it did feel a little convenient that after, like, uh, 13 years or 14 years even they were just like oh we can use the void to stop them um, oh the void of course mm. we've always got the void we can use whenever it's convenient to the plot yeah Um. you know what fuck me you know how they could have made this a little better what? it's so right there in our faces and Chip just didn't do it when uh, Jack's there and he's like oh Rose Tyler she's stuck in a parallel universe just get a companion to be like can't you just go to the parallel universe? And he'll be like, no, there's a space between the worlds called the Void. And then this whole ending would have been like a little bit less out of nowhere. Do you See, know what I mean? That's what I mean by this little stuff like that that could just be added that makes the episode so much better. Aiden Green for showrunner. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. I'll make you the best season. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Don't you want to see Omega come back? Just bring me on a right a few apps and then you got a deal. And they'll be like Stevens, they'll be the best of the season. They'll be like standouts. And I'll take over when you're done. And then you'll become the next showrunner. Hell yeah. That's how it's done. Just just sneak your name in there here and there. Um Oh yeah. 
I was going to say. I did think, um, I think it yeah. was a, a big fucking tease when they were like, take me to your leader. And it wasn't Davros. Like, I thought that was a bit like, I, I reckon everyone at that moment was like, oh, Davros? Um, it's just Nicholas Briggs doing an even deeper dark voice. Yeah. Just <laughs> Who are you? They could have at least put like some black bits on the armor, like just slightly adjust yeah, the armor a little bit. But no. What happened to that massive? It must have not been real, which is a bit weird because you posted in our group chat the photo of that Dalek that was like a massive tank almost. You're like, and this is real. It's going to be oh, in it. No, no, no. That is a real thing. That is a real thing. Um, so I don't know if any of the listeners know this picture or, or what this Dalek is, but um, it was going around Twitter a lot. Sorry. There's a big plane in the air right now. Um, there was this massive fuck off Dank Dalek. Tank, dank Dalek? Dalek, da, fuck me. Dalek tank thing. Um, tank Dalek. Not the one from Time of the Doctor. <laughs> it's just a... Just oh, a God. Um, but there was this huge black Dalek, um, and I believe it was meant to be used in Dimensions in Time or something, which is the 30th anniversary special, which like the show had already been cancelled at that point. And then they, they just came back and made, like, a reunion special. Um, oh. And I think it was meant to be used in that. Uh, either that or it was, like, meant to be used in, like, the season that got cancelled or something like that. Um, it right. was just an unused prop from Classic Who, basically. Oh, I thought you were saying it's for this episode. No. <laughs> oh, that's why I was like, that's, that's like, really bizarre. A different design to what the others were like. So that's why I was yeah. like, where is it? Like, Aiden said it was going to be in here. And it wasn't. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> um... So yeah, the Darts get sent to the void. Uh, Alright, we got... I do love... Again, I can't believe I'm saying this. And he's definitely going to come back because of the way that his uh, his like story finished in this episode. But I do love how um, Big's like, I'm a hero. I decided to talk to the Daleks and... I love that. <laughs> and they literally... If, they, if it wasn't on the nose anymore of a Donald Trump copycat... They literally on on the BBC interview go, oh, there's rumours of you going for a presidential election. Can you comment on that? No, I cannot comment <laughs> on that this time. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Do you know what I thought? A line, obviously this was filmed, I think in January 2020. Um, right. So this is before coronavirus, um, yeah. or at least before coronavirus became outside of China. Um and there's a line in the episode where Biggs is walking off and he says, what the fuck is it he says? He's like, oh, no wonder people don't trust the experts. And I was like, that line has aged amazingly well. Yeah. Like now, because of old Trump being like, fuck the experts and Trump thinking he knows everything, like has now made that line that was just a throwaway line have so much like impact. Um. Yeah, I just thought that was really funny. Yeah, I, I remember when um, I read literally like a couple of days ago and um, someone was interviewing Chib and it was like, um, so, you know, obviously when you shot this episode, like COVID wasn't really a thing. He was like, yes. And the parallels in the episode are massive with the doctor not being with his with her companions. I'm yeah, like, bro, true. that was like 10 minutes of the episode. Yeah. Like... <laughs> he made it sound like and it was marketed as I really did think that there was like a high possibility that the uh, 
the companions. I refuse to call them the fam, by the way. I think that's one of the worst abominations ever to call them. But um, I really did think the first half would be them trying to take on the Daleks by themselves and having some really cool character development. Uh, and the Doctor being stuck at the prison trying to get out. And I thought Jack would be helping the uh, the companions. But uh, no, he didn't go out that at all. Um, oh, do you like how... Um, Again, skipping a little bit ahead, but do you like how Ryan says, um, we fought the Mighty Pating? Yeah. <laughs> uh, does does Chip, is he just doing this because he knows people hated it? He puts the Pating no in there. Idea. I don't I mind no seeing idea. it again, but mm. um, just to mention the Mighty Pating. Another thing as well that just shows you how bad Chibnall's era has been. When they were listing all the villains they've taken on, apart from obviously the obvious ones like the Daleks and the Cybermen and the Pating, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't remember a single one that Ryan said, <laughs> which is really yeah. not great. Yeah, it's really not great. It's um, a little unmemorable. But uh, yeah, so we get to the scene now where Jack is just calling the TARDIS and going, "Hey, I'm gonna go visit Gwen. <laughs> Bye." <laughs> See you, everyone. <laughs> Don't want to say goodbye in person. Fuck you all. It's like what? Why did you just come in? So weird. But no, it's, it's great to have a. Yeah. It's great to hear Gwen. To be honest about Gwen, like, it's nice to hear her name. Quite frankly, yeah. And uh, mm. so, what did you think about the scene with uh, Ryan and Graham leaving? Because I, quite frankly, really liked it. I thought it was really good. This episode, regardless of its flaws, did something that no Chibnall era episode has done really so far, um, is give us just these long scenes of just character development. Now, I want to say on this, pacing-wise, I think this episode was too long. Um, I think it could have been a 60-minute episode easy. Yeah. Um, and I think that would a lot, I, I think cutting down a lot of the stuff at the start of the episode would have been good because it just was such a slow burn at the start. Um, but in saying that, I think these long scenes with the character, with the characters that were important, um, were perfect. Um, and they were really long. Um, and I, I enjoyed that they weren't long because it was dialogue, spewing dialogue. They were long because like someone would say something and then the character would sit there and they'd react and then they'd reply. Um, it wasn't just like, I'm sad. Well, don't be sad because it's alright to be happy. You know what? That's right. I like to be happy. Yeah, you should be happy. You know what? Good and point. then they like, you know, that's like how a lot of Chimnol dialogue goes. I shall it's be like happy. Back and forth on the nose dialogue. This gave moments to beat, to, to have like beats and for the audience to be with those characters really realistically. Um, I like how the TARDIS does feel like a home now. I think in season 11, it didn't feel like a home, but in season 12, we started to get a few little character moments in there mm-hmm. that adds to a bit more of a homely feel to the TARDIS. And then in this uh, special, there was a lot of that with the Doctor and Jack at the start, having a big character beat in there. Um, and then Doctor and Tosin in the middle. And then Doctor Tosin, Yaz, Bradley um, at the end um, was really great. And so... To answer your question, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that scene. I, 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 yeah, I think it was uh, well yeah. paced. Yeah, you're on the money there. I, I think. think the performances are great, and I think Graham 
the fact that he just kept to himself and was stuck there for a moment trying to think and be like, fuck, this is a good thing we got going here. But my grandson's going to be yeah. my priority is a testament to his arc. Um, maybe this all happened a season too late. Um, but because this, this does feel like maybe it should have happened like mid-season 12 or, or something just because there was no arc for both of those characters in this season. Um, but yeah, I think that was great. I think it was great the way they set Yaz up in that scene for series 13, still with her like infatuation with traveling with the doctor and, and shit like that. Like she's like, I'm not ready to go, right? That surely that's right. Um, I would have appreciated if maybe Ryan was like, uh, yeah, that's fine. Like, I don't know, like something that wasn't like, no, it's fine. Yaz. Just keep traveling and escaping from the real world. It's fine. Like, mm. I, I think maybe there should have been a bit more hesitancy there. I don't know. Um, what did you think of that scene, Connor? Yeah, I know. In an episode filled with a lot of stuff I really didn't like, I think there were scenes like this that really I do like. And, you know, there's so many little things like this in, in, in Chip's era, which I, I, I really enjoy. And I just wish that he would... I don't know, just, 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 uh, I wish he would just, like, listen to some people sometimes, because I, I hear he doesn't read reviews and stuff, or listen to reviews, which is fine, because you shouldn't, you shouldn't get bogged down by everything, but, you know, you should listen to the fan base, and everyone loves these scenes, and, um, again, I, I said mm. it already, but I really do love how, um, it wasn't really just a classic, like, either Ryan died and Graham was like, I'm leaving, or either, or either, uh, Graham died and Ryan said, I'm leaving, or, like, something happened yeah. that that made them leave i love how they leave on their own account and it reminded me of like martha you know obviously being like okay i'm leaving now on my own terms mm. and i think i think yeah it's a good it's, parallel to what yaz is doing because she's doing the opposite yeah um i think it's very real and it, it comes down to a, a testament uh, i hate to say this to their character arc uh mm-hmm. even though maybe it's not been the smoothest journey um it still closes the arc I think it's so easy uh, in New Who for them to kill off a character and have like an emotional final scene. Yeah. Um, but then that doesn't necessarily always finish off the arc, you know? Um, and like I saw like Ace Creeper was saying like he's kind of disappointed that like Ryan didn't die um, and, and shit. But it's just a thing where it's like not every character death has to be like a final. Like why can't they... Why, can't, why does it have to be so final? Why can't they go off and they can successfully live out their their new life now that their arc is complete. Um, I'd be very yeah. surprised if they don't come back for a scene. It'd be great, I think, if they come back. And well, like, they set up the whole psychic paper thing, which I think was cool. Yeah. I'm surprised but, they still want to do that kind of thing, considering it's kind of why they left, is to not do that kind of thing. But yeah, it's cool. That's literally what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I, like they left because they wanted to spend time with family and stuff but then in their very last scene they're like well we should fuck Korea. off to some <laughs> other country to see and I'm like hang on a minute like I think it's cool that they're doing that um, it almost reminds me of like a tortured thing or like a Sarah Jane thing with like their whole crew um, yeah and I kind of like that but I'm like does that just contradict the whole reason why why you left and apparently Jodie just has psychic papers lying around the TARDIS to give away to yeah. her to her friends and family as they leave the TARDIS. Um, but no, I did really like the scene. Um, I think... I definitely think Ryan had the best scenes out of all the, char- out of all the characters. In my opinion, I know you really like Yaz's scenes, but I've always enjoyed Ryan a lot more. 
Um, okay. But I think I do think that Yaz had some really nice scenes as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I I've always I've always really liked Ryan Moore. Um, so I think his ending for me was was actually really satisfying. And I really love how he got out of everyone in the episode. He really got that scene with the Doctor where he was like, "Look, we've known each other for a long time now. Like, stop bullshitting to me." And I think I think that scene really went hard, and I felt the emotion, and I actually believe that these people have been traveling together for that long um and yeah and i, and I respect as well how how uh how graham you know it's it's he's always put he's always put ryan first and has been like you know i've got to be there for him and if ryan's leaving then i'm out you know part of me part of me i know that i know that they said it's their last episode for both uh Tozen and bradley but part of me was like hang on a minute is graham gonna stay yeah and that's just a yeah. it's just a lie so it's like, what if he does stay and it's just Tony's leaving? But no, they're both. Yeah. But and I and I, I really do like how Jody's like, I can go back and I can, I can fix it. And, yeah, it's like it's it's too late. And I, I think when they show the doctor at he slash she's uh, vulnerability, I think it's always it's always uh, it's always good. Again, I always say this. Uh, I always say that if you want to show, hey, Alicia. Sorry, that's my sister walking past my room. Um, <laughs> I always think that uh, I always think when you show a character who is vulnerable and has that takes has like mistakes and is like flawed, that's when you can relate to them the most. Mm. Um, I don't know why they're giving her like there was like even that dialogue in that scene that was really good. One of the scenes that just annoyed me the most was like the dumb lines that Chibnall gives Jodie, where like Yaz is staying and she's like, "Yeah, go Yaz. Oh, yeah." Oh, yeah, 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 it's a stand. Oh, yes, yeah, I'm like, hang on a minute, why are, you, why are you ruining this scene with this dumbass dialogue? Like, that scene annoyed me, yeah. And I'm like, just please, less of that this season, more rich, juicy scenes like that. And like, the beginning of the prison was, was, was in my opinion, Jodie's strongest performance part of the episode was when she was at the prison. I thought that yeah, was really good. good. Uh, there was nowhere near enough of it, but uh, and of course it ends with where we started. You're doing it, mate. We even got another one of those. <laughs> I think you're doing I it, son. Like, oh, Chimnall must have known online that they were doing this, but I, I think that was straight up like whoever was in charge of like the ADR or the sound mixing or something was like, they, they were in on the joke and they were like, I wonder if I'll just strip it here and strip it from the first episode and then put it here and just see if see if anyone notices, which obviously everyone fucking did, which is great. You're doing it, son. So when he said that first, I was like, yeah. ah, it's probably the closest we'll get to it. And then the episode's just yeah. about to just about to go to black and it's like, you're doing it, mate. And I'm like, yes, it's there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Great. Although we then got the really, we got the really shit, uh, Fucking Grace rocking up. That was oh, so of weird. course. Yeah, that was very cheesy on the nose, and it was like, oh, I just got something come on. Oh, the sun's in my eyes. Like, yeah, me too. It was cheesy. Yeah. I guess we. I can see a lot of Doctor Who stands on Twitter going so emotional. It sent yeah. me, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, cool. I can see a lot of stands being like, that was beautiful, but it was pretty dumb. But yeah. hey, uh. I'm not going to shit it too much because I didn't hate it. But at first, I thought the Doctor did something. Like, and Same, Graham yeah, like, it was weird. I thought, I thought Graham would be like, thanks, Doc, looking up in the sky. Like, 
one yeah. final one final uh, present thanks doc <laughs> like yeah, some yeah. dumb shit like that but no it's I just could the see sun. that happening as well what annoyed me as well though is because in the background there's like oh the sun's in my eyes but in the background it almost looked like the sun was there so I'm like yeah. anime if the sun's there how's the sun in your eyes when you're facing that way I don't know maybe <laughs> maybe that is good for the week there's a few bloody goofs and gaffs which I think we've named but mm. yeah overall we waited so long for it it didn't really feel that special there was a lot of things that were wrong with it with as per usual a few really good scenes just sprinkled in between a lot of shit dialogue dumb mm. dumb plot lines and just some bad execution but yeah that is that's it I think <laughs> for me I think um, uh, one last note oh actually hold on I have a couple notes hold on uh, one one thing, uh, the way that the Doctor and Yaz's final scene ends, I think was amazing. Um, mm. When they leave, and then Yaz is like, it's okay to be sad. Um, I think that was great. And also a testament to Yaz's arc, you know, her whole, like, her mental health issues and how she ran away and all that kind of shit. Um, I think was, yeah, that, that was good for her. Um, and it, it's just like such a true line, you know? Mm-hmm. It is okay to be sad when you're saying goodbye to these things it's okay to be sad in general um and so i really really appreciated that and i I think the tone there was great um and the other thing i wanted to say was uh you know we we talk a lot about sagan maybe not like him being really good at what he does but just because of the way that they've tackled the soundtrack and the score in these last two seasons has been like minimalistic which is fine um and he does a great job at that but it's so easy to be like, oh, he's no Murray because Murray's there, like, dun 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 dun. Um, but I think this episode was peak Sagan. Like, really? It, I didn't notice I think it he like had once. some great score in there. It okay. just felt like, you know how, uh, That's good. you know how I was saying in the Runaway Bride, it felt the first time Doctor Who had been like, let's go to the movies and make that kind of a, mm-hmm. a very cinematic feeling episode, and the mm-hmm. score like complemented that. I think this episode did that too. It always, it felt to me like the score was adding stakes and it was adding so much to each scene. And um, I, I hope they don't wait till series 13 to release the score for it. I, I'd actually really appreciate it if they just did a little a little little soundtrack just for the one episode that just had a few bits of score on. Um, just because I fucked with it. I fucked with it. I think it was good. It's good. Um, I know you kind of just wrapped up your thoughts then. Um, mm-hmm. So just to wrap up mine, I... I enjoyed it. Uh, I think, yeah, there were some moments where I was like, oh, that's classic Chibnall, uh, i.e. shit dialogue. Um, I think, yeah, it was it was too long, and so the first half became a little bit boring. Um, but there were some amazing character moments in there, which, for me, is what maybe set this episode above where a normal Chibnall episode would be. Um, I like that they've set up where Yazizak's going in the future, Um Jack might be back. They they wrapped up Tosin and Graham really well. Um, and I like that uh, they've also set up where the Doctors are and where the series is going in the future. Because when Ryan's like, you need to go out there and you need to find out about your past lives. That's All exciting right. to me. Um, my main worry with The Timeless Children was that maybe it would just not be mentioned again. Uh, even though I think a lot of people would appreciate that. Um I'm for right. me, I'm like, if you're going to make a big deal out of this, the only way to pull it off is if you, you go with it and you go with your guts and you run with it. Um, and it looks like that's what they're doing. So I'm, I'm keen for that. 
Um, we do have... Uh, okay, here's a, a little segment. I don't know if it's worth doing a sting for because it's literally just here for a little bit of fun just because we have no other... We don't really have a goof of the week and we don't have um, behind-the-scenes facts yep. really about this episode yet. Yep. So I thought, um, fuck it, let's do a tiny little sting for this fun segment called Myths. So... Ba, 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 do, ba, do, ba. Thanks, yeah. Connor. So, I just thought, you know, we hear a lot of things about uh, in the lead up to new seasons, a lot of theories coming out here and there. Oh, yeah. So, we just got a few little myths here that yeah. I think we can go through that have now yeah. been... These are always wrong. so funny no, and like, obviously so fake. Like, <laughs> Yeah, there's some real shit ones out there. Um, so, one of the myths was that Davros would return. Yep. This was proven false. Yep. Although, I think a cameo would have been sick. Like, I wish that Take Me To Your Lead a bit was to Davros. That would be awesome. Um, the prison the Doctor would be in would be revealed to be Sharda. This is unknown, uh, so I assume it's just not Sharda. Sharda is like a prison from Classic Who. Right. Um, another myth is Graham and Ryan would die at the end of the episode. This theory was incorrect, as they would both leave the TARDIS alive at the end of the episode. Um, that's about it, really. There was also oh. a, a myth out there from memory. Two myths out there. One was that a scene had been filmed and edited... Uh, for the episode yeah I was um, going to ask about that did that make it or was that just a I'll fucking I'll talk about lie? that in a sec okay um, and then the second thing um, was that the mum from Resolution would be back that's also, also there's one cameo. there's one that we hear all the time which is so funny and I always know it's an absolute load of baloney but there was a rumour on Twitter that David Tennant was going to rock up as the 10th Doctor yeah. we get it so yeah. many times it's always there are rumors that the tenth Doctor or Sharp. It's like no, he won't. That's so dumb. There was one Jody would regenerate as well. Um, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> so dumb, so dumb. Um, I love so, the Doctor Connor, community. Have you been on social media much since you've watched the episode? I have not seen anything from anyone. Okay, because I'm gonna give you a, a, a news first here mm-hmm. because we've already got an announcement. Um, and stuff for series 13 oh really i don't know i've literally i've you know, not gone on you don't anything. know about any of this not at all not at all i don't okay. know anything so uh, wow well, you pulling my leg here what are your thoughts on um no no not at all i'm gonna this is a news first thing oh, I, 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 I seriously don't know this, so this i'm really cool to, very keen to see what you what you're gonna think of this uh-huh um so what are your thoughts on the Doctor and Yaz in series 13. What what would you want it to be just them or would you like to see someone else come on board? Okay, so someone's obviously coming on board. Wait, is Jack joining them the whole time? No. It's not Jack, but someone's going to join them. Do you like uh, the actor John Bishop? Rings a bell. Rings a bell. He, I, I believe... Hang on, isn't he like he a was British in Doctor actor? Who already. John Bishop, hang on. John Bish. Oh, yeah, I know this guy. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he was rumoured to... Oh, yeah, I literally just looked here now. Joins... Oh, cool. This would be sick. Yeah, I know this guy. He's actually really funny. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. He's, he's, uh, he's on the TARDIS for series Okay, series I like 13. that. I think that's cool. Oh, yeah, literally says here seven hours ago, comedian John Bishop joins Doctor Who cast seven hours ago. Okay, that, I think that's really cool. I did not see this. There's, there's a little teaser out there as well. Do you want to watch it? I oh god! See, I just okay. I did see. I didn't. I didn't open it, but I saw 
that the BBC uploaded a trailer on YouTube because I get the notification because I got it on Bell notifications, but I didn't watch it. I thought it was just going to be Doctor Who comes back. Sorry, in 2021. All right, I'll check it out now. All right, tell me when you're playing it and I'll play it too. Okay, I'm bringing it up. BBC, Give me a countdown. BBC. <sighs> Madness. You're hearing it first. We've got a reaction right here. Sorry, dead air, dead folks. air. I'm trying to find it. Dead air, yeah, dead he's air. He's kind of scrambling. Fresh Prince of Dead Air. So much excitement. Uh, here we go. All right, 46 seconds. This is the one. All right, count me down, son. Um. Wow, this is might be something. All right, do you want me to play the sound through my laptop? Is that okay? Yeah, go on. All right. All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. I see a boat. <laughs> Yeah, your horoscope for the year ahead. Aries, surprises lie in store this year. The colour blue will be important and the letter D. Your lucky number's 13. Be prepared for action. And whatever hurdles come your way, just remember, it's not the end of the world. Ah. So, I did see that he was, yeah, spotted filming. Here you go, it says spotted uh, filming in Card of the Sontaran. So I think yeah. that I think that um, I knew that he was going to be in it, but I just thought that it would be a just a one-off companion. But I think that's I think that's great casting. Yeah. I'm actually really happy with that. I've always found him really funny. So should be cool. I do hope that um, maybe we get a bit of just the Doctor and Yaz, um, because I think there's a lot to say there. Um, and from the Sontaran episodes, um, from what people have been hearing and reading from the slates and the, the calls on set, um, apparently that's episode four. Um, and with the Doctor and Yaz, um, I don't know if you've seen the footage of them like arriving in the TARDIS and it's just them two. Mm -hmm. So um, that's looking like that'll be the first episode where John Bishop comes in. So either... Um, John Bishop comes in in episode four, and we have three episodes of just the Doctor and Yaz uh, before John Bishop comes on. I think that would be cool. I'm I'm for that. That would be cool. Um, and then I don't know, maybe because of John Bishop's schedule or something, they had to shoot all of his episodes first, right. and then they'll go back and do Doctor and Yaz later or something. I, I don't know. I don't know what the schedule's it, like. Look, it is nice. It, to it know could be episode one. We don't know. Yeah, it is nice to know that um, we will get a, we'll get more episodes this year. Didn't you say it'll be around like August September time? Uh, I don't think... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure when they said, actually. Um, I, think it's, I think it was spring for... I, don't, I think they might have said autumn. Yeah. Autumn was... I asked it, one of those. Um, so I think we said it was around yeah. August. But that's nice. It's not as many as as, uh, as last year. But um, hey, it's definitely something. Um, I think yeah. if, if he and, takes um, some cool stuff like he did with this episode, I think it could be a good season. They seem pretty set on getting out this year as well. Because Chibnall, um, he also just uh, did like a interview or something um after this episode ad and he said um to him and to the crew it was important for all eight-year-old boys out there well no eight-year-old kids out there that we get um a new season of who out in 2021 mm. so sounds like they're pretty set on it uh, i am a little worried because um i know uh the uk has just got into a pretty severe lockdown so that does make me think that now that they've got into lockdown doctor who probably won't be shooting maybe i don't know um we don't know. Um, it's, and so if they keep having to stop-start shooting, 
they might end up having to delay things. But well, to be fine. honest, uh, I'd, I'd kind of rather them cut an episode than delay it. Even if they just do a six or seven episode season um, rather than like eight or whatever they're going to do. Um, I think, yeah, I think it would be good to have some Doctor Who at the back half of this year. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's, that's a... Uh yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect that, but it's actually kind of cool news, and I'm I'm excited for um. I'm excited to see where they take it with the weeping angels and Sontarans coming back. Um, the interest in I don't think the. I yeah. I do think that the weeping angels stuff isn't for the show. Um, I think that was for, um, what's it called? I think that was for bloody bloody um, that that VR game or whatever they're doing. Um, hey, don't you dare play with my emotions. There's like a phone game for the Weeping Angels yeah. coming out. I reckon it's something yeah. for that. Ah, um, maybe, maybe not. Hey, done. Hmm. Well, to be fair, they showed a Weeping hmm. Angel. It would kind of make sense that they'll be like, and now here's an episode with them. Or maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, perhaps. Well, at least sometimes we come back. will never know. Ah, shit! Here we go again. Ah shit! Here we ah, go again. Ah shit! Here we go again. Literally, I sent out a Snapchat of me like watching the ah, first shit. one. And put that. Here we go again. Oh god, that's actually what I say every New Year. <laughs> ah shit! Here we go again. I liked it better. I liked it more than Resolution. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Did I, you? Um, yeah, I fucked with it. I think it was a good one. All right. On that note, shall we give a little review, a little ranking for the episode, Connor? A little, sorry, a, a score. Uh, sure. Sure. Oh, God. Uh, I'm probably going to give it a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10? That's not bad. Not bad for Which you. Which I think, quite frankly, is pretty, is pretty fair. There was some fun, ep- there was some Yeah, I think that's fair. Things. I enjoyed it a little bit more than you did. I think, um, I wanted to give it a 7 and I was like I think it just deserves a little bit more than a 7 but I was like 7.5 mm, I don't think it's a 7.5 so I'm going in the middle with a 7.25 what on earth a 7.25 goodness me I just enjoyed it a I bit. just thought it was neat <laughs> it, I just thought it was neat um, it's just fun to get Doctor Who you know that's always a fun time yeah I mean I'm, I really hope this season is a lot better than the rest of Chiv's era. I'll be interested to see if it's one of his, uh, if it's one of Jodie's last ones. Though, mm. from the way she's been speaking, I doubt it. Plus, she's getting a shorter season this time, so do I blame her for wanting to leave after this? Probably, probably won't, and I don't blame her either, because you probably want to go out on, like, a full season. Rather yeah, I reckon this, four seasons will do Jodie good. Literally, rather than this COVID nightmare that we're in. Um, it almost reminds mm. me of, like, I don't know if I said it on this show, but you know when you're watching old seasons of something and you see like in like season four or five or something there's like only a couple of episodes because of the writer's strike a few years yeah. ago this would be like the yeah. covid era in tv shows where there's only a couple of episodes when people are watching it back in like 10 years time like i wonder why there's only like six episodes yeah. in this season it's like it's well, like because of covid like scrub season seven how that got like they did like yeah. 11 episodes and yeah. then that got cancelled mid-season before it got picked up on season eight and they did like a full like yep. 18 20 episode season for season eight Yep. Um, yeah. It happens a lot. So, um, this is the COVID strike almost. That's damn right. Anyways, Connor. Yeah. It's been good to be back in here. Um, 
bloody hot in here shooting in the daytime because I've not got my fan or my aircon on. Yeah, um, that's so hot. Looking forward to getting back to shooting at nighttime when we kick off season four. Oh yeah, January. When are you gonna watch the episode? Eight? I might watch it on Monday. I'm excited. Yeah, to watch I'll watch it. it. I'll watch it at some point. Put it that way. You better. You better. I will. I'm excited to get back into some good Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be good. Big season. Big stuff happening. Cannot wait. Connor, thank you very, very much for joining me this morning. Of course, Aiden. Anytime. I love doing it. Always always here. Always ready. Always ready to rock. We'll be here to the day we die, folks. That's right. Hashtag ready. Love it, Connor. Do you have your rule there? Are you ready to sing us out in song? I do have it, Aiden. It's right here. Let's go, baby. All right. Let's ready. Let's go. And a one and a two and a skiddly diddly do. It's Aiden and Connor's podcast. We're doing Doctor Who reviews in 2022 as well as 2021. Coming soon. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy Who Year.